Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like surgery, again. Well, I'd, I'd call it an attempt at surgery again. An attempt at surgery again. So far. Okay. What, what did I say last night? I'm not failing. I'm only in the middle of succeeding. There you go. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got a letter from my insurance at the end of August saying my last surgery was, oh, actually, I think it was July. Okay. It was right after the other surgery or something. But yeah, so I got it uh, a couple months ago saying my last surgery is approved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was funny because we were waiting for them to approve at that time uh, hyperbarics or something. So, And now when you say last, you mean the final one in the series, not the prior one from when you received the letter. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so we'll be all set for when we need to schedule that. So given that you had the approval letter for your next stage of surgery, Mm -hmm. you're right. It should have just been like, okay, it's already approved. We know how long we need to wait from the last stage. Let's go ahead and schedule the next stage at that distance of time out. Yes. And I've been thinking that since July, -July, mid-July, right? Yeah. So it's not scheduled. However, on Friday, I finally got a call from the scheduler. And I had tried leaving them phone messages, sending them messages in the portal, sending them emails, sending more messages in the portal, talking to the MA, who then said, oh, let me tell the schedulers to get on that. And the thing that you kept coming up with that they would tell you at the clinic was, okay, we have the approval, but we don't have the letter. We need to get the letter. We right. don't have the approval, and then we have the approval, but we don't have the letter, and then we need... And I, I sent them my letter, mm-hmm. and the MA saw it, and they saw it, and they included that information in their very strange email of... We are contacting you about scheduling this surgery, but we don't have approval yet, but here's your approval information. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that's the information I sent you. So do you need a separate, different letter of your own that's not my letter? You need a special letter? Let me check with the insurance. So I called the advocate at the insurance and she called me back. That's how it works with her. And she was very confused. She said, no, it is the same letter, but I will ask them to send it again. Because there seems to be some hiccup going on here. I said, thank you. And then I thought, okay, that's enough. And I wrote a letter to, I wrote a message to the doctor in the portal, to her, and said, hey, I have been trying to schedule this since July. I know we had to wait 12 weeks. However, it's been approved all this time, and I really need to schedule out so I can plan ahead. Mm-hmm. The MA, who I named, said she sent it over to the schedulers, but I have not heard anything from them about scheduling. And I had been doing this for so many weeks in a row that I really was at the point of expecting nothing again. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly on Friday, she was on, like her name shows up on my phone because she was the one who scheduled my very first surgery appointment. Right. You know, you know pre-op appointment and everything. And I just was staring at the phone in disbelief, like, what? Yeah. Um, so I, I spoke to her and she was able, she, she sounded a bit like in a hurry to go through the whole rigmarole. Of course, it was Friday. And, you know, for all I know, the doctor was like, hey, you're not getting back to this guy. What's going on here? 
And she, she has to explain to me, so what we do is we figure out what dates work well for you, and then I check if they match the doctor's availability, and then I check with the hospital. So we started there, and I knew that was a deal. But she has to go through the spiel. And you and I had talked about the very end of October, the beginning of November was good. However, the doctor is going to be at a WPATH thing. Mm-hmm in the beginning of November. Right. So we are either looking at the middle of November or one of the last two weeks of October. Yes. And what the scheduler said is, I will check with the hospital and call you back probably Friday or Monday, which I, of course, presume will be Wednesday Mm -hmm. after I ask her if she's talked to them. And it will probably show up in the portal before you get your call. I think it will because... I think the text and email I got from the hospital the other day was prompted by the scheduler contacting them. So I could also go into the St. Francis webpage and try to... Get into their portal. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure I have it set up in my computer or browser to get in there. Right. And see if it's been scheduled. Right. Most of the time, if it's been scheduled, it would also show up in my portal for the clinic, which would prompt an email to me and or a text saying, hey, you have a message. Yeah. And it hasn't done that. And uh, I was at Finney's and I was doing things there and I'm really tired. You did a lot of like landscaping and construction-y type work while you were there. So you really run yourself out. I did. And I'm out of shape and I'm also sleeping poorly. Yes. Half the time, at least. And the last two days have been two of those days in a row. Which I really need to be able to sleep tonight because we have your aunt and uncle tomorrow. Yes, they're coming over to our house for dinner tonight. Yes, but tomorrow... And then tomorrow we take them up to the lake. Yeah, tomorrow we take them for some sort of scenic drive, probably in that direction. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, when the scheduler calls me back, or when I get enough capacity to check yet another portal... I will see if I can find anything out. And this is good that you're actually getting all of this far enough in advance because I overheard you talking to the scheduler and saying, you know, I need to know far enough in advance, like what kind of tests I need to have, what labs, what, you know, do I need the EKG again or what else? Right. And she said to me, well, they will tell you that when they call the schedule and typically they call you about five weeks before. And then she stopped herself and said, oh, that would be now. Yeah. I said, yes, that is the problem. <laughs> and last time it was the Friday before the surgery. Right. And I had to get an EKG and then get labs. And that is not convenient. No. And I don't see any need to do it that way. No, absolutely. And we could do this now. And you so are lucky was, enough to have a concierge provider who can do that for you at the drop of a hat. But I would be having no surgeries without without that. Right. It wouldn't happen because I would never get the labs done in time. Right. I would never get the EKG done in time. Trying to schedule something like that in our, you know, world of insurance and medical needs mm-hmm. wouldn't happen. So I'm lucky that I'm old and retired. Unfortunately, as I came to realize in our conversation before the microphone. I am old and doing a medical transition because I could not do it when I was younger. Right. I did not have 
any of these resources. No. And we were talking about how just generally fucked up corporatized Western healthcare is. Mm-hmm. Right. And how like I was listening to a podcast and there was an ad for another podcast because that's a thing. Yes. And they were talking on the podcast about how this middle class family had a child with cancer and had to like go through obstacle after obstacle after obstacle to achieve just getting, I think it was chemo for the kid. Mm-hmm. Getting a provider was a hassle and then getting places to have the chemo for this kid was a hassle. And then getting the drugs because there was a shortage was a hassle. And But they were able to get it done. They were able to get it done. And this is one of those I hate these because it's like end stage capitalism, Western dystopia presented as feel good story. Mm -hmm. Look at what this family got done Mm -hmm. for their kid. Aren't we happy for them? And we're like, no, they shouldn't have had to do that. Western society sucks at healthcare. Yeah. When, when I started this medical transition, none of my hormones or my top surgery or anything were covered. And I was able to do a top surgery because I had saved for a down payment for a car. Yes. And so I spent it on my on transition. Surgery, yes. Yeah, on my transition. So, and now insurance does cover some things. Which saves you money, but doesn't save you any hassle. Because when it was all private pay, you could just say, here's what I want. And the doctor would say, here's the price to contract that. And But also, I did not do a lower surgery all this time, in part because of questions about my own health, which I couldn't get answered by a provider. Mm-hmm. And I would not have been able to afford it. Right. I would have still been saving the money. Right. To afford this. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. So. So, yeah. I mean, it's all just like a big cluster that you end up having to chase all this around. But it's also just a sign of privilege that you have the time, energy, resources. Admittedly, not today because you lack the cognitive capacity after two nights of no sleep to be able to actually follow through on a lot of it. But like, that was the thing we were talking about that not only was this family able to not just have the time and the energy and the resources, but also the know-how and the ability to speak the language of the insurance people and the doctor people and the healthcare profession. Like, they could present themselves and be listened to because they had class privilege and Mm -hmm. not just, you know, the money to pay for it or the time to do it, but like the presentation that got you listened to. Yeah. So. Absolutely. You have it and they still don't get you what you need. Right. But they're getting there. We're getting there. I don't know what they're doing. Well. I, I would like to talk to the doctor the week before surgery in person. I think that would be a good plan. That's my, that's my plan. Okay. So. In the meanwhile, there's a lot of traveling. You just went to Vinny's, and before that, you went to your sister's. I did. I did. And you and I have discussed before, visiting your family is not a vacation. It's a visit. It is. Because, our, you know, our families all come with a certain amount of stress. Yes. And then I went to Vinny's to recover from that and <laughs> the rest of the summer that I dealt with with the boy and his beginning of his school year until he got on more meds. You deserved some time away from this house. Yeah. That was actually restorative because visiting your sister was not. It was not. It was good to get the visit in. I don't want to do it that way again. I prefer spring training where it's a smaller smaller venues and they're manageable and they're closer and there's so much more manageable about it. My sister's anxiety is less. The amount of driving is less. The traffic there is stupid, crazy traffic. So 
I went to Vinny's to do projects because that's recuperative for me. It is. And when the boy called, I didn't answer. Good job. Thank you. I knew he wasn't really needing anything from me. He was just fucking with us again. He, he was just trying to get a bid for your attention and connection. And so you gave him enough connection to say, you texted him once and said, go ask Jess, I think. No, I, actually, I did that well the whole time I was at my sister's. Okay. I, I did what I usually do with him, which is I'll answer his text, especially when we're at a loud ball game. I'll say, I can't answer your call. And he'll tell me what he needs, and I'll say, go ask Jess. Mm-hmm. Or I will answer his call, if it's quiet, and he'll tell me what he needs, and I'll say, and did you talk to Jess about this? And he'll say no, and I'll say, you need to do that because I am not there, and Jess is in charge of what is happening. Mm-hmm. So this time, with that realization that he, he just did this four days ago, four or five days ago, he did the same thing, and he knows what I'm going to say. I did not answer the phone at all, and he only called once, and I just didn't answer. Gotcha. I thought, screw that. I am tired of telling you the same goddamn thing that you're not listening to anyway. Go figure it out. Yes, I approve. And if he was, if he persisted, I would usually tell him to go talk to you mm-hmm. and let you know that he started so you can be aware of what whatever he might be up to. Right. You're usually already aware. Right. I usually say to you, hey, he just tried to call me and you say, yeah, he's mad at me because I told him he had to clean up the food he spilled all over his floor before he could have his game. Yep. And so he's mad. Yep. And he doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't want to talk to me. And so he'll try you. He he does that sometimes. And he knows, or I should say, he should know by now. You and I have gotten really good at any time he comes to us asking for anything. The uh, We text the other one first, like, let me check with. We've always been good at that, I think. Mm-hmm. And he knows it, but he's always we, we hoping. We fell off for a while during 2018 when everything was exploding. Mm-hmm. And it took us a while to get back up to speed with it. But yes, it is something we have always tried to do when we were co-parenting. But he he's relentless. Oh, he totally is. He's a battering ram. Yeah. So, so I just didn't answer. And it was a big relief for me. I'm so glad. And it was a big relief that he didn't keep going. I think that I, I drew the line in the sand right away. And he was like, oh, you're not even gonna, you're not even gonna play. So I guess I better try something else. Good job. Yeah. That is impressive. Let me go try to do, look like I'm doing what Jess said. So Jess will give me <laughs> a bar or whatever he wants. Granola bars or something. Yep. Cliff bars. That That is it. He wants so-called food that he doesn't have to make. Yes, he does. Because mm-hmm. he's a teenager and that's what they want. It is. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Yeah. So, that was the second trip that you took. The first one was to go visit your sister. Yes. And to go to baseball. Yes. And what was Jen about that trip? You know, I'm always very, I'm very consciously aware the whole time I'm there of everything that's gendery because I'm with all the cishet people and the overwhelming binariness of it that it stands out as gendery. What side am I of the binary am I on um, the whole time? Yeah. So, um, like, how unaware they are of it, and it, it's even just little things. Everybody's interactions are so binary, and so their expectations are so binary and heterosexual and so forth. My sister is going to make all the food and serve it to us on a plate. Ask us what else we need with that. Bring that to. Oh, gosh. Meanwhile, your brother-in-law. He's going to be, I don't know, looking at YouTube to see what project he wants to work on or playing music or, I don't know, something. I mean, she stays home and he goes to work. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's just so wild. Yeah. 
So the only other gendery thing I can think of is um, around transition stuff with the never-ending trans dilemma of where to pee. <laughs> oh my gosh. And how to do it. And you said that the the stadium there, like the bathrooms, the urinals were just not the right. They're so tiny. It's like trying to pee onto a, a soccer ball. Oh my gosh. So, and I have this problem where I kind of shoot to the right. So, and it was, it's very full at a stadium. It was a very, it was very busy there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not last time we went to that place because mm-hmm. it had, was just as a, as the stadiums were opening and st- so forth again. So, the only urinal open at that moment is the one all the way on the left. And I go over there and I had to turn myself. I almost peed on the guy next to me. The fucking thing is so small. Mm. And I thought, well, that won't go good. Mm-mm. Right? No. No. No, no. It's not pee on somebody. Especially yeah. not at the ballpark. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking with those tiny urinals. Like, they're just, are they thinking we're just going to pee on the floor anyway? So just go ahead and make a small one because it's cheaper. I don't know. Mm. So most of the time, I still went into a stall if it was open, mm-hmm. uh, because I can then. I'm ho- I'm hoping with the last surgery, everything gets lined up in a way that I can more easily pee. But right now, trying to clear my trousers and not pee on the guy next to me is a challenge. So yeah, going in a stall reduces the chances of those things happening. And if I pee on the floor, well, it's already all peed on anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a little difficult and. It was easier after the first surgery, but since the repairs, it's been harder. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping with the last one, it'll be fixed again. But in the meantime, I'm not going to come up with an alternate solution because I know it's going to change again. Right. And I plan on talking to the doctor about it and saying exactly that, you know, after the first surgery, here's how I was peeing. Since the second surgery with the repairs, here's how I'm peeing. Is there anything you can do about that? If there is, great. If not, Fix what you're fixing and I will figure out something else. Right. But I'll wait until I know what the layout is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because your next stage is the Mons Lift where what you were describing yesterday was that you still have to move excess tissue out of the way. Yes. In order to pee. Yes. And doing that with one hand while keeping my pants out of the way Mm. is very tricky. It is. It is. And so you kind of need both hands, but then... But then it seems like she said she did do a little bit of a urethral lengthening. And since since this repair, uh, no matter what, I really have a bad drip after. Yes. Which is typical for a guy my age with original plumbing. Yes. However, I didn't have it after the first surgery. Correct. So I'd like to not have it. Yeah. As long as I'm having a surgery that's fixing things, could I not have that? That would be good. We'll see. We'll see how it works once you get the excess tissue out of the way. Yeah. Because that will make it easier to clear your pants one-handed or at least to get the stream to clear your pants one-handed. Yes. And preferably 95% or more of it. Yes. Because you have, I I swear I get somewhere between three and five text messages a week from you like, damn it, I peed on myself again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you do. And I'm just like, oh, that's, I I have sympathy. That's all I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying to you a little while earlier, I need to try some other techniques Mm -hmm. when I'm at home. Yeah. But not on a day when like the four pairs of shorts I can wear, three are in the laundry and one's on my butt. So. Right. And I need them for tomorrow when we have company to entertain. Yes. And have to go out in public. Stupid going out in public. 
Yes. Introverts say yes to that. <laughs> so. Well. Do we have more notes? Uh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. It's my fault. Well, you have more travel coming between now and then. Yes. Um, taking the boy to Vinny's. Mm-hmm. For two nights and one day. So I want, because I want us to have a whole day there. Mm-hmm. But I do not want to have more than that. No. And two nights will be a lot. Vinny said to me this weekend, How are we going to keep him from peeing on my couch? I said, Oh, no problem. He has his own air bed, so he can pee on his own thing. He will sleep on the air mattress. Yeah. Vinny's like, Oh, good. Like, Vinny was so relieved. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He's going to pee on things. No, we won't let him do that. No, we will keep him from peeing on the things. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We will We will do our best. We will offer our multiple options of carpet and upholstery cleaners that we have accumulated because, just in case. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and mostly, it's a sleeping thing. It is. But he probably will go to bed late and get up early while he's there because we do. Mm-hmm. So. And that is typically how he avoids having problems when he has sleepovers. He will stay up late, he will get up early, and he will not be in bed long enough to decide that his bladder needs to be emptied without getting up. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, then we're also taking a trip with you and me and my other partner. Yes. And you are taking a trip to see your other partner after we have company today and tomorrow. Yes. We have a day, and then you're going to see them. Yep, and, and then, then you're you coming will be back. gone before I get back to take the boy to Cousin Vinny's. And then we have birthdays. And then we have birthdays, and then we have... For children. The polycule trip, and then you will have surgery. We're not busy. Actually, right before that, somewhere in between, the trip we're taking together, the three of us, and then the week after is when I will also winterize the cooler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we need to winterize the the cooler and the sprinkler system. Oh, yeah, the sprinklers. Don't let me forget that this year. I forgot last year until late. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. we're not busy. It's in my calendar, but the problem last year was was, it's in my calendar for like the last week of September or the first couple weeks of October, and last year it was still really hot out at that time. Mm -hmm, It was. So I didn't want to turn the sprinklers off yet. Right. And make everything crispy outside. So when all those things happen, Mm -hmm. we will probably talk to a microphone about them. Yes. But until then, is there anything else? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. He says Yeti. Okay, good, because I can't see that from here. It's blurry. Hyperbaric eyes. Yes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It looks like we have a signal, though. Yes, we do. Hi, you're handsome. Oh, thanks. I like to see you, too. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Are we ready? Probably.
I hope so. Can we fake it? I hope I hope so because we we need to. The microphone is here and we have things to take care of. All right. Is this thing in the right place? Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And I just realized that the noise machine is going down the hall. Okay. We have to do that again. I'm sorry, yes. Okay. Should we be closing the door? Is there any other noise somewhere around here that's going to be a problem? Well, I need to close the window because the last couple of times, or the last time when we recorded in here, cars driving by were noisy. Right. Okay. Trying again. Thank you for your patience. I apologize for the delay. So we do it. <laughs> if we're smart, we figure out we left some things open and they're not going to help us. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trying again? Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Anyhow, that sounds wrong and I'm really tired and I'm sorry. No, Probably it doesn't sound wrong. You're I got, good. got it all mixed up, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. Cognitive capacity after a sleepless night. Two sleepless nights, thank you. Mm. You lack the co- cognitive... Ah, that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Sounds okay to me. Keep going. <laughs> Come over here, I'll show you how I keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>